Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right. It's another edition. Royce and Judd, I believe episode three Unchained, right, Patrick? Or oh, four. We're on four already. Wow. Isn't it, Jonathan? I'm, four? Four. <laughs> I'm just old, so don't yes. worry about it. Four. We're going to... We're going to catch up to uh, Random Ricey or whatever the hell we called that one pretty yeah, soon, you're, right? You're exactly right. When we, well, we, we, were were doing those, we were doing those monthly and then every other month and then yearly and then, then they kind of went Well, then away. you went to Florida and I think we yeah, completely yeah. forgot about <laughs> yes, it. And then right. I remembered in like... Uh, those things happened. In, uh, in May. Mm-hmm. All right, the Vikings. All, all you had to do was fire the OC, That's Pat. right. That That's was right. all. And maybe block somebody. That helped yeah. too, don't you think? Yes, and, I do. Uh, we are going to feed Dalvin Cook. Uh, we, we've made that clear that uh, we're going to ride him the last uh, two games of the season after riding him yesterday. Uh, one thing I pointed out was that Seattle really, I thought even even that evening I, I made a comment about the uh, outstanding tackling of Seattle. That was not an issue yesterday with Miami. Oh. I mean, uh you know, when Cook got a uh, got an opening, he was gone against those guys. And against Seattle, he had how many times? Three, four times they got him by a leg and hauled him down and uh, did that. But, yeah, it, it the pace, I liked the pace. I was watching that game in Seattle when they came out for the second half and wondered why they didn't go to the hurry-up. Is that him or is that Zimmer not wanting them to in no, a I close think they game like that? I think he they wanted played to. at more pace. Yesterday, I mean, than they did most of the time, but they've they've done well and out of the no huddle and things. But uh, I don't know. I, I sometimes I'm wondering if if it's a three zero game, if he wants them to, you know, make sure that it doesn't become a ten zero game. I don't. I think I mean, in professional sports, there might not be a coaching position that outthinks itself more than that job. Coordinators. Well, that's true, and then especially when you have a guy that's uh, starting to uh, scream at you on the sidelines. I I heard from a good source that he was mad after the Jets game that they didn't run more, and they got 37 points. (laughs) Well. You know, so that's – so obviously he wants wants a – Zimmer wants a balanced attack, and they got it yesterday. We'll find out. Uh, I don't think – we'll find out against Detroit. We might not even – I don't think we're going to find out until the playoffs. Uh, because the Bears, now that they've won the division, unless the Rams keep sliding, yeah, and they the Bears think can they actually can, go up, and they they can they can go up and get a at a bye week. Then the if they can if they come in here with a chance to get a bye in the first mm-hmm. week, then they'll try. But otherwise, we probably won't know until we get to the playoffs whether the new scheme, whether there is a new scheme, and if it's going to work or not. It's amazing. It takes thirteen weeks though. 
It takes 13 weeks, and finally you decide, okay, this doesn't work, and now you've got, what, at the time, three games left and the playoffs potentially, and then you change everything. I don't think they should be terribly proud of themselves. No, I don't either. That they uh, went, and because this guy was the number three offensive guy on a team that kicked their arse in the in the NFC title game and then looked and then with an offense that looked spectacular in the Super Bowl that how much homework did they do on this guy? That's what I'd like to know. I wonder, you know And who hired him? Was, was well, it all was Zim? Spielman was it? and Zimmer went and got him and I'm sure they were in it I'm sure it was a combination, but I'm sure Spielman was proud of the hire. Yeah. Because he could strut around because Philadelphia tried to wanted to keep him. Yeah. Apparently. But uh, you know, they I don't think they did their homework. I think they just said, oh, hey, everybody says this guy's, you know, the, the big rumor was that actually Filippo was more of the brains of the operation than Frank Reich. Uh, we can the confirm that was not the Yeah, it's now, been, uh, it's now been established that, uh, you know, Frank Reich could be the coach of the year. Yeah, he's done a great job. And, and Luck's damn good, too. But, yeah, yeah, he's done a good job. And they, you know, they're playing defense, too. They had just shut out Dallas. But, uh it's, uh, it's It was a great Sunday for them, though, because with Seattle losing, mm-hmm. you know, Seattle's got to – now the Rams are leaking oil, but uh, Seattle's got to win the last two, basically, to stay ahead of them. And Seattle, you don't want to go to Chicago. I, we talked about yeah. this yesterday. You don't want to go to Chicago I, in the middle of January. I still think Trubisky is ripe to meltdown completely. I think you. I think you could. I think, you could, end, I think off, you could yeah. end up and get a slugfest. But uh, actually, I thought he looked pretty good last week. Uh, but that's again against, a, against a Packers defense that's not as good as yeah. this one. But that'll be a uh, you know if you're down there in Chicago in Soldier Field in the middle of January, it's going to be a thirteen to ten game anyway. Go back to the Bud days, Patrick. Embrace oh, yeah. that cold <laughs> well, and run that football and embrace that cold and and most importantly, don't let Kirk Cousins think. We'll see how this uh, great offensive line and how much improved they were. We'll see if Tom Compton is as good uh, in Soldier Field on j- January, when would it be, 12th, 13th, Middle something January, like yeah. that, uh, as he was. Uh, but if they get to go to Dallas, there's no excuse that for losing to Dallas, right, if they get to go to Dallas. Dallas yeah, I, yeah, I mean, the, you know, Dallas they could certainly win. Brutal. The, the only place that I – that and they, they wouldn't go, go there – for the first game, the only place I wouldn't want to go. Period is the Saints because that place is impossible. That's a damn. Yeah, but tough you want to go there in. the first round. But no, no you. Wouldn't. I, I, I am sorry. I'm still not uh, excited about the possibility of this team winning three road games. No, 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 no. In the playoffs. I'm talking one. Mm-hmm. No, they're not winning three road games. But they, uh, you know, that that they they seem to have a new attitude. That was sure. They weren't moping around. But like they sure they were blaming. Uh-huh. Every every quote after Sunday's game was a sideways shot at the former coordinator. Every single quote talking about how we got back to what we do. And and it started with Zim. And God, Zim's good at that. Mm-hmm. Zim can't help himself. E- even in praising Stefanski, the end of Zim quotes have to include a shot at default. But here's ball. my theory. If you hand the ball off to Cook in Seattle and he runs for eight yards, then you're going to hand it off to him again, right? Then you're going to hand it off to him again. And then he goes 30. But when you hand it off to him and you're second and nine, and then you handed him off to him and you're third and eight, yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, it's it's easy to have a running game when it's working. Well, and the Dolphins <laughs> and the Dolphins were seven and six, but they didn't give a damn. Well, they were one and six in a row. There's yeah. one and six in a row. Their best defensive back was not playing, and I don't know who they got up front. I I don't know. 
They've they've been an odd team though. They've you know they got the miracle win over the Patriots and they they beat the Bears in a game they absolutely should not have. The Bears puked that one up. So yeah, it's uh, you know I I can't say I was shocked that no. they got a good result here. No, and so but yeah, but what we should do is basically say, boy, the Twins the Vikings were stupid not to give Kevin Stefanski the job in the first place. Yes, well, if they liked what Shermer did, why not it's hire like his Fluck, guy? Right. Yeah. The defensive coordinator was a abomination. Yeah, he was his buddy. That, from... that comes back to the coach. Yes. In both cases. Yes. Especially when, when Zim's expertise is on the defensive side of the ball, so he's got to get someone who's good to run the offense. And in Fleck's case, he's supposedly good or it's good on the mm. offensive side of the ball. So you better damn sure get get a but, good defensive coordinator. But with Viking fans, Zim is now a hero. Yes. For firing the, uh, but that's, the offensive That's coordinator. what you talked about a while back, though. On Unchained. You said that, and that's right. Zim does, Zim tweaks, and a lot of people say Zim's the greatest. There's a lot of coaches in this town that don't get that pass. No, no. He's a, you know, he's a impatient man, and uh, Kevin Stefanski better not buy a house. Because well, something. They, how about Zim? They could, what, if they, if they, if they puke it up at the end of this season, okay, let's yep. say they, uh, you know, make the playoffs, get beat right off the bat. Yep. I don't think Stefanski's a cinch to be the offensive coordinator, do you? What was Zim's quote last week? Uh, he was asked about Stefanski three games and how, how important it was or something, and Zim said he better do well. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. typical Zimmer. It's yeah. great. It's hilarious yeah. stuff, but it's typical him. Yes, it is. But uh, they're in, you know, as I said, uh, the the NFC, as you've talked about, we thought was going to be really good, and it's uh, really mediocre. And the, the good side about the Saints is, Suddenly, about three weeks in a row, they're struggling offensively. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I, I can't imagine Breeze is going to go into the playoffs and not not be uh, on the top of his game, however. i tell you what, that uh, getting the heel up for when you're a team like them, if they win next week, they cinch the home field. They got three weeks to heal up. Yeah. Before you go play them, they yep. got, everybody will be everybody's back, and that's a great. I I think that place is probably the, the toughest stadium I've covered a game in to play for an opponent. Is that place? Yeah, the Superdome is because it's well, so the funny. It, thing it's is, so the, damn loud. The funny thing is, the Vikings uh, might have played the best game of the Favre era. Yeah, when they played down there because they outplayed them, but still the stadium and a couple of screw ups and they lost the game. The other thing about this this Vikings team is Cousins. I knew there was a lot there when when they signed him. I didn't realize there was this much as far as he's a difficult guy to figure out. And he is he was paid $84 million, Patrick, but he ain't no $84 million quarterback. <laughs> he's not even close. Well, to he might be 84 over 5 years and not all guaranteed. I'm not sure to one big hockey sure. an $84 million quarterback. But he's uh, you know, if he gets his luck, he can throw a nice football like he did uh, for yep. Diggs for the touchdown. Yep. Uh, he's, he does benefit from having Diggs who, and Thielen to make these fantastic catches for him. But they have to, uh, all of a sudden, they got a new weapon, Tyler Conklin. Yeah, how about what that? What the heck's that? The tight end is back. Yes. They they actually threw to him in Seattle a couple of times. Didn't they dropped one and yeah, then I he think caught he dropped, one. Yes, and, I think he but, dropped one. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, Rudolph was probably the first guy to whine about uh, Filippo, wasn't yes. he? Yes, and he took lots of shots on uh, after the the game. 
mm-hmm. he took lots of shots about the fact because he he was actually for for I think what he expected didn't get thrown the ball basically. In, and, in his and which mind. is interesting because the Philadelphia system was yes. Ertz is as much a wide receiver as he is a a, a guy, but they 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 throw to their tight ends like crazy in Philadelphia. So what? I think I don't think we were getting the Philadelphia system. Either. I don't either, and I and I also think uh, uh, a flip got, got here, looked at Kyle, and said he ain't no Ertz. Well, because he's not. Well, the problem is there's three of them in the league. Him. Yep. The guy in Kansas City, and this Kittle guy. Yep. Kittle guy is terrific too. And uh, Gronk's done now. Oh, Gronk Gronk's can't play. Yes. He's cooked. He certainly can't play safety on a uh, on a. On a desperation well, last play. How did Belichick ever in his wildest dreams think that Tannehill could actually throw the ball that far? That That's the incredible thing. Yes. Like, it had to be that play. Mm-hmm. It absolutely had to be. Yeah. But, again, they Miami should have tried that play several times on Sunday. <laughs> that was yeah. about all they had Just going, going for back them. to it. That's right. And nine sacks. Let's not forget these, this offensive explosion yes. came from rather – uh, fine field position and nine sacks. His defense is back again. Well, Anthony Barr decided to play the last two weeks, which is uh, yep. He's he's starting his salary push here. He might, you know, he must have found out that somebody must have said to him, "Hey, you're not going to get any money from anybody." Mm-hmm. Twelve twelve games in, he was doing nothing. And plus, they they I think that the last two games and certainly on Sunday rushed him a lot more, which he's great at. Yes. Like, he's not a traditional – if you drop him into coverage, he's an okay player at best. He can really rush. He's very good. If, and, if he, and wasn't that the whole story out of Man, uh, out of yes. – uh, I was going to say Mankato out of <laughs> wherever we are now. Egan. Egan uh, was that he was going to be – you know, they were going to use him to rush more. So maybe Zim wasn't quite as sharp uh, before uh, Sunday either. If I'm a 3-4 team, I sign him and rush him. Yeah. 3-4 in. Right, yep. I'm just I, off I, would, I would take him and not not ask him to do much. Yep, go get to, you know, be a younger version of Julius Peppers. Yeah, just go get the quarterback. Exactly. Uh, Joe Mauer, number they announced today, which is Tuesday, number seven will be retired this summer. Pre-game ceremony date yet to be announced, but I'm sure they'll try and get that date soon so they can sell tickets. Uh, yeah, and good luck trying to sell tickets. We haven't had our. Uh, it's, it is an interesting case when they uh, first started off with their own Hall of Fame. They had, what, a five-year waiting period? Then they decided that it wasn't – it wouldn't – they, they, you know, Tory and they, they changed it for Tory and now all, the, all you know, Johan or whoever. Did we know – did we announce yet who it is? And that this year? Hall of Fame for this year? Johan would be next, I would think. I don't remember. But they're, but they're trying yeah. to get, you know – they're trying to get that 2000, 2010 group in there, so maybe somebody will buy a ticket. They are in trouble What's the selling tickets. T- What's the season ticket well, sales? I was talking to a, I was talking to a, a businessman this morning who called me about another topic, and we were talking. Do you realize what the new tax laws are doing to uh, ticket sales? I mean the the Trump, tick, the Trump corporate discount. Uh, does you can't write off tickets anymore. You can't. So the guy who buys a suite buys a hundred thousand dollar suite. They used to just figure out a way to discount, take half of that off their taxes. They were, they were 
and uh, that's that's gone. Really? This guy was telling me, uh, if you got a hundred thousand dollar suite and you're, it's a, it's not a corporation, it's a family business. You know, it's a, uh, cost him. They used to be able to write off forty eight thousand. It's, it's now a hundred thousand dollar suite now costs about hundred forty eight thousand. In real, in real dollars right. because they can't write it off anymore. It used to be, you know, it's, so it's, there's, and this is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ticket business everywhere. You can't, you can't write those, those, it's not a charitable deduction. It's not a business deduction. It's not a charitable deduction at the U anymore. Uh, when you buy your scholarship seating and, you know, you're paying real cash for tickets now, and every everybody's now the Vikings are okay. They got 16 games, and people just pay the freight. And the Wild, obviously, they couldn't keep these people away with fire hoses. But but uh, in a lot of their businesses, because uh, it's their ice, you know that. Yeah, a lot of their businesses. But the the Timberwolves, Twins, a lot of these people that rely on suites and things like that are yeah. it's 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 hurting. And the one reason for the you know, go for one reason to really be upset about the scholarship city seating, in addition to what it's done to prices, is you can't. It's not a charitable deduction anymore. Well, that's a double whammy, yeah, it's basically. A double whammy. Yes, and I think spectator sports, as we know them, are in for a big decline here. the The whole, the whole financial uh, formula. Hey. Mm-hmm. You know, you you found out. You went out and bought two hot dogs and two sodas and two cold fries for forty two bucks. How? You and know, got poisoned. I, found I mean, out the, too. between ticket prices and what it cost you to buy a beer in there and stuff, uh, how 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 sustainable is it? I don't know. How sustainable is it? I don't know. The other problem that I that I have too is if you go to a Wild or Wolves or Twins game, there's so many of those games. That you're unless unless you're going to some great game, yes, it's gonna be it, it could be a stinker. It, like like if you have if you have wild season tickets, mm-hmm. and on an arbitrary Thursday night, let's say Montreal comes in or something, you know that game could be a complete clunker, and you just paid how much and spent how much on on food for really a bad product. I can't imagine people going to thirty out of the forty one. Yeah, for either team. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's just. Where do you get that when you can stay home and watch it? And, you know, every time. On HD, you're right. Every time you go to a Timberwolves or a Wild game and you go with, let's say there's four of you, it's 500 bucks mm-hmm. or 500 bucks if you're going to eat stuff and park. And uh, mm-hmm. every every place a fan goes today doesn't he have to feel like he's getting gouged? Yes. Between parking? Absolutely. You know, you go to the U, you park six blocks away, it costs you 12 bucks. You walk over, it's, it's, you know, 12 degrees. You know, you got slop on your shoes. The other people got slop on their shoes. You got a coat you got to get you rid gotta of. You got to walk up the damn stairs coke, like you, you said. Coke you got to get rid of. It's, uh, I, don't, I mean, it's, the university is hurting, but so everybody's hurting. The Vikings aren't hurting, and the Wild aren't hurting for some reason, but the uh, Twins, the Timberwolves, and I think the soccer is going to 
benefits from the fact I don't think it's a season ticket base. You know, it's a people buying you know one-offs that uh, you know, whatever they cost twenty, thirty bucks. What's it going to cost to go to a soccer game, Jonathan? Jonathan? Do you have any idea? Uh, I don't know. Let me check here. Press pass for him. You know. Yes. But, you know, it's it's also, I think the soccer is going to be, to your point, more of an event to go to. Sure, right. Where, where you don't necessarily have to and, care and, about the game. And there's still, there's only 17 of them. There's not. Yeah. There's right. not. There's only 17 home games, so you can go to 15 of them. But like if you you can go to 80% of them. If you go to 80% of the wild, the, the wild games, the wolves games, the twins games, that's hard work. Oh, the and twi- it's expensive. I don't, the twins, I don't get. If you have twins season tickets, mm-hmm. I guess my questions are: How many do you go to? And if you if you go to let's say fifty games, you're there for how long? That's well, like you don't. The twins are getting hit by the double double whammy of yeah them being you know uninteresting, baseball becoming uninteresting, and excessive prices. Good luck. They're gonna be they. I think we talked about this before, but actual bodies in the ballpark last year, I bet it wasn't. They announced 1.9. I bet it wasn't one more than 1.5. Mm-hmm. And now you take 10% of that away with the, the lack of interest and the lack of reason to renew your tickets. Right. Stuff like that. I mean, they're back to Metrodome 1998 before they, you know, the Metrodome in 2000, they actually drew pretty well once they started winning in the 2000s. But uh, you know, spectator sports are hurt, yep. I think, and it's going to get worse because the society's changing, too. The 35 oh, and under esports, they're going to go, they watch guys play esports. They watch drone racing. They watch. I asked Mackie, and he couldn't do it. What is this? E- so people now watch other people play. Games. games, yes, I'm completely. And they're on. Well, see, and and I think you know the like timber lost on this one. The Timberwolves are in on it, but it's not something that's going to put a lot of money in their pocket, is it? I, I have I no idea. Think, you know, yeah, it's well. That's their trouble. Is this whole? Listen, I won't be around for it. But 15 years from now, our society is going to have changed so much that spectator sports are going to be hurting. Ticket prices, Jonathan. Uh, they didn't have anything for ticket prices. I mean, for individual games, they just have information on their website for season tickets. And well, they don't have a schedule yet, right? No, they don't have a schedule, so it's kind of hard to tell. They did what... a smart thing, though. They're shortening the damn season. Well, you know. Well, they're not. They're condensing the schedule. So yes. No, no they're, yeah. they're condensing yeah. the schedule. Yeah. Yes. And then the fall. The, yeah, they're condensing the schedule, so it'll end the first week of October, and then it'll. The playoffs will be done by the middle of November, and they're going to have. But they're, but they're putting two more teams in the playoffs. Yeah, they're putting one more per. Fourteen conference. out of twenty-four. <laughs> what the? As you would say, what the by hell the way, is wrong with us? It's not even soccer as we know it with playoffs. You're not supposed to have playoffs. Right. Well, you're the, supposed to crown a champion. The thing with their season is that they can't. They couldn't do it for this season because mm-hmm. of the time between or the off season link that they negotiated with the the players. The following season, they're going to start the season the last week of February is the plan. So for those northern that, teams, you're that playing does in us snow a lot for a of good, weeks. right? So they're going to stretch it back out again, then? Essentially, yeah. Okay. So when they start now, middle of March? Uh, this I think the second week of March. Yeah. Okay, that's good. 
I'm All with right. you. I If I was them, I would go and say, our fans don't care about playoffs. No. They, they want to be just like the yeah, trending have, Europeans. Have We're the, getting rid of the playoffs. Yeah, maybe have the champion of each division play one game or something. To, to I think it's good. Crown, get, play your season. You can't regulate, re, re, relegate, though, in American sports because you're right. charging – you're charging now, yeah. uh, what, how much are Cincinnati and whoever else is getting in paying? I think they're paying like million? $200 million, So, yeah. yeah, you're not going to tell that owner. No. No, no you don't get to play in the top No, division. but you got to go play in the United <laughs> Soccer League or something. I love expansion. What What's the uh, Seattle franchise in the National Six fifty. Six fifty after Vegas paid 500 Okay, uh, uh, Back to Joe Maurer. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot we started there. Let him go. You know, let him go play golf. Go shoot deer out of a stand. Leave him alone gonna... for about three years, <laughs> four years, and then have him come back. And, you know, this rush to honor him is uh, preposterous. They're going to bring but... him back for everything, Pat. Yeah, I don't know if he'll come back. I don't know if he'll come back. They should have brought him back to play, to lead off and catch a ball at first base. Oh, here's you know? what I want to know. Why, do, why didn't they just announce the day that he retired that they were going to retire his jersey they have another Next press summer. conference today. Uh, I guess they. Said. I guess they did. Yeah. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you just say? Leave him alone. He's one of the most low key. He'd he'd love it if nobody ever said hello to him on the street, right? Yep. If he could walk, there's nobody who'd rather be able to go bowling and have nobody talk to him. Leave him alone. Let him retire. He, he should have said to hell. He, you know, he <laughs> should pack up the new baby, the two girls. Go down to Bonita and stay there for six months and tell the twins to leave alone. <laughs> you know, that's it's ridiculous. Leave the poor guy alone. Let him let him go into retirement. You should start the leave. You made no effort to keep. Campaign. You made no effort to keep him. Yeah. You know the 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 boy, uh, Aristotle and Plato didn't want him back, and uh, they made no effort to keep him, and now they're trying to beat him to death. And here's the embarrassment. They aren't going to sell it out when they retire his number. They're not going to sell it out. You're probably right. Yeah, we've done it. We did it. Hey, wave goodbye. He, yep. he did his thing, and people kind of took a new look at Joe instead of bashing. <laughs> you only go come out and catching gear again for the— uh... This team loves him. Uh, is there anything we can honor here this year? 18, let's see. Is it Any World, Ser- any World is Series? 19, 2019. Uh, what do we, we do? Let's see. 2009, last division title in the Metrodome. We could have a reunion. How about that? Back together. Yeah, right. Let's, uh, let's do that. Cutty Line. back here. Get yeah, Tor- right. Or no, Tori When was, was game? Yeah, honor game 163. Yep. Can we do that? Yep. The last game in the Dome. The last uh, regular season game in the Dome, 163. Okay. Let's do it. Bring everybody back. Have Alexi Casilla come back. Be like the Timberwolves. Bring back... Bring back failures. Bring back J.R. Ryder? <laughs> yeah, J.R. Ryder, who could immediately tell the press to basically go bleep themselves. It was great. I heard some, someone told me that Steph might be coming back. Well, that'd be okay. My favorite we, we, My favorite is still Cherokee Parksville. Yes. What, what the hell are you calling it? Che- was, it was Native American night. Did you know that? No. It was. Okay. we did a ceremony before the game with drums and stuff. No, I didn't know that. But I don't know. If, I oh. thought Cherokee was just his name. I didn't know that he was... Ten percent. Oh, Native American. Poor Timberwolves. Yeah. Speaking of the wolves, so they they're blowing out the Kings last night, and your guy Tib still can't help himself. Covington. Robert Covington, 
Asked to play more with a bad knee, and he plays 30-plus right. minutes. That's in. right. Well, that's – yeah, he's going to make sure – well, they got it down to 12, right? Yeah, they did. They, they got it yes. down to 12. Sacramento went on a huge run to start the third. Here's the problem. They've already had their best run of the year. They went 9-3, and three and they're under 500. That's – yeah. This is, this is not a good team. This is – I mean, they're – they got – they're not helpless. They're not full of dissension anymore, but they're uh, – or you, know, you go on a road, you get beat by Phoenix, and you give tweet? up 145. To... My tweet is, the Timberwolves play better at home than on the road. There, I've said it. <laughs> that, that is a ballsy tweet. That's a hot tweet. take that right there. That is a ballsy tweet. Yes, that's a hot take right there. But, yeah, they're, they're, they raised, you know, they gave everybody a big ticket price raise this year. They, you know, they were back in the playoffs. They had all these sellouts, and they thought they were, you know, and they just, everybody said, go to hell. You know, there's nobody there. But didn't they know, did, didn't you tell me that they were having problems selling playoff tickets against Houston because people basically didn't care that much or they didn't no, like No, I, I think they were doing, no, they were doing, they, okay. those were okay, but their, their season ticket sale, they were having a pretty good renewal, even at their new prices. Yep. They were like in the 80s. 80%, and the first day Joe Colley's story appeared that Butler hates everybody. They haven't sold a ticket since, you know, since early July. They sold no, you know, because they keep yeah. going all summer long. But they had the place full for the volleyball, and I went down to the new, the, the uh, how many restaurants have we had in that uh, area now? There was Hubert's. Oh, it's, it started out as Naismith years Naismith, ago when it opened yes. up. And then it was um, NBA it was, City. It's NBA City. Then it was Hubert. And that was Hubert. It might only be three. It's only three. Okay. Or four. Well, now it's cargo. It's uh, they got these. Oh, it's very, open now. They yeah, they got these various. They got cargo trucks or something in there that are various food, tacos here, yep. this stuff here, this stuff here. There's I read about. The, it. I didn't know it was open. One of those in St. Paul. They were jam packed with Nebraska people on uh, before the game on uh, Saturday night. They said. He said, uh, "I was talking to a guy. He said they were uh, they were doing well uh, this this tournament, and they've been doing okay. But they kicked the in the summer they kicked the doors open, and they uh, you know it's kind of a almost a outdoorsy place, and they'll probably they'll probably get the lunch crowd this summer. So it's split up with different things. Yeah, now. beers and you know, and they and they got beer specials and stuff." I, Yep. I saw one thing, dollar for your first beer or something like yep. that. Yep. So that's uh but that's why the Timberwolves didn't take over that space when they were remodeling the the, the, uh, the, the arena, I don't know, and get that involved in the remodeling of the arena because they could you know, they did they did a pretty good job for the volleyball and the their old offices are now a, a bar restaurant club, right? club for yeah. their and they let the media have that. But then the interview room is like downstairs in the in the back, you know, in the, in the cement back in there, and they got the women's final four coming. So they they still aren't quite in uh, perfect condition for handling big events. And we, we've got a regional NCAA men's yes, coming there at some. That's point, going right? to be there too after the final four. Yeah, a couple of years after the final four, which is fi- which is which is great. Because there's nothing worse than a regional in a in a dome stadium, and they've started putting them back into. Yeah, they uh, should start putting them into uh, arenas again. So anyway, that's uh, 
that, that that was a that was a good event. Those those Nebraska people, man. There had to be fourteen thousand of them in there on Saturday. We got nothing else to were, do. Well, there were got to follow. There the were team about eight thousand of them on Thursday, and another six thousand showed up when the tickets became available. Yeah, you know, when the other half they filled the place. It was jammed. And, uh, That's a fun sport too, you said. Right? Oh yeah, it was a hell of a match. Uh, five sets, uh, Nebraska and Stanford. Stanford had. Upwards of 50, 60 people. <laughs> I went over. I went over like at five o'clock in the afternoon to see the kind of a pep festy thing for Nebraska. Yep. And it, all they had was the cheerleaders, the uh, mascot, the backup mascot. Herbie wasn't even there. Uh, saw the, the backup, the, uh, backup little red, and uh, the band. They had a thirty-piece pep band, and there was twenty-five hundred people. You know hanging over the atrium at the city center. So I went across the street to the Radisson Blue where the Stanford Pep Fest was supposed to be. Very, several moms and dads and uh, maybe a couple of hangers on. And the Dolphin fans were there too. Okay. I was a little nervous. Yeah. You got an NFL team. Yep. And you got a volleyball team, which just won the national championship, Assembled in the same location. Say no more. I'm wondering if we might have had some curfew violations by the uh, maybe maybe the Dolphins were by the NFL distracted. You, you think they were maybe that tired. was one of their problems. They were they were distracted. Uh, so anyway, congratulations. I saw you paid off your mortgage. Yes, I went yesterday. I got I had it at a reasonable sum. I had some uh, money in the bank, and I said, "How much do I owe on that?" Gave me a number, and I said, okay, let's make that payment. She thought I meant just a monthly. I said, no, let's get rid of this damn thing. 73 years old. I'm going to have a house paid for for the first time in my life. That's quite a, That's an accomplishment. Of course, I got a condo that I am not even close to paying <laughs> for, but, uh, but at least I got a house paid for for the first time in my life at age 73. Of course, as I pointed out, if I had, didn't have a pool. I would have had it paid about 15 years That's ago. what I was going to ask you. So what, what does the pool cost me? Yeah, what is the pool? What's the rough estimate Well, we now? moved in in 88, so we've been there 30 years, and the pool was there. And not counting maintenance, which is a couple of grand a year. Yep. Just general improvements. As Such points out, the only thing the only thing original is the hole. You know, that's a, the, the hole in the ground is the only thing that hasn't been fixed. Got to be fifty thousand bucks between maintenance and uh, wow. maintenance and keeping it going. Wow. Yeah, well, I just spent what did I just spent. I just put in a new. I just spent. I put in a new liner. And with steps, so that cost me like eight thousand a couple of years ago. And then the guy put the lawnmower in the pool, ripped the lawn, ripped the, uh, ripped the uh, lining, lining. So, but the the. The lawnmower group that they had to fix that. Yeah, I hope they fixed it, and they did. Yeah, they were great about it. They were they were fine. But but I have decided that I am the only guy in American history, the only guy to ever walk Earth, to uh, do damage to a car by backing out of a car wash. Had to back out of a car wash when I peeked out to see if I could get out or not. The thing clunked up next to my car door. <laughs> that's you know, an all-timer, by the way. That's the famous one. That's yep. the famous one. I was t- 
talking to Joe at the time when this occurred. I love the fact you were also on the air when you were and and have a lawnmower in his pool. I think I'm the only guy yes. to hit that. And then somebody pointed out, yes, and don't forget that you had your convertible in Florida with the top down when it when this big thunderstorm came in and you ended up with like four inches of water in there. Yeah. So I had to immediately go to a car wash to get the water out rather than in and dry it and finally got it dried out. So that's a trifecta. Yep. And then the other one that I've been remembered is driving 1,772 miles with that convertible to Florida and getting a speeding ticket on the little road that goes into the <laughs> complex, you know, a little mile long two laner where you're supposed to go 35 and I was going 50. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this driving 17. So three self-inflicted. Uh, yes. Three out of four self No, but, but it's, it's a calamity of, yes. Of unusual proportion. Yes. A lot of, a uh, lot of stuff like that. Yeah. But it's been all good radio material. That's yes, it has been fantastic. It's all good radio material. That's it's true. great for the character. Yes, that is that is true. So, uh, yes, the uh, the fighting wolves, uh, Tibbs, poor Tibbs, he, they can win by forty, and people are still mad at him. Yeah, you know what they they want to. When are we going to start complaining that a Kogi's playing too much? Why don't we get him out? <laughs> you know, give Josh a Kogi a rest. But now Tolliver's playing again, so he's back. He's got an 11. He can't. There's no way he can coach with an 11-man rotation. So Teague was out last night. So yeah. he only had 10, but he's been playing Tolliver again now. So what's, you know. You going to try and trade him? I don't know. Is that the well, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe Tolliver was raising enough hell saying, okay, this is not. Well, he's, I mean, he's been pretty good. but He signed here and immediately got screwed, basically. Yeah, uh, because of the trade. No, he was playing. Yeah, no, but I'm saying trade. he yeah. signed here, he played, and, and then Jimmy. he got screwed when they How made about the Jimmy, though? The first game he doesn't play, uh, Embiid gets 40 yeah. after complaining about him. Yes. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, Philadelphia is so good, they're going to win with him. Uh, but it's uh, it's unbelievable how quick, <laughs> how quick guys turn on him, isn't it? Oh, yeah, well, Embiid just... And basically, he didn't turn on Jimmy. He just said, since he got here, they're using me completely differently, and I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, right. But just Jimmy Jimmy seems to have— Jimmy wants the ball. Yeah. Jimmy wants the ball. Jimmy That's needs the... things Jimmy's way. Yes, Jimmy wants the ball, which means, you know, they're a team with a point guard, but also when Ben Simmons is better when he has the ball, too. So, you know, it, it becomes a problem. No other sport is there this kind of problems to deal with five guys out there there's only one ball right and no other sport is there do you have these kind kind of issues these guys do drama really well <laughs> oh they do they do and drama it, and it's very well you know we had the big did did taj gibson or did he not like two instagram posts yep. you know that's that's a national story yep this they do it great you know, so basically, what somebody tweeted out somebody that tweeted out anti-tip stuff like he needs on to be fired or Instagram, something. and then he his account yep re-Instagrammed it, whatever he or posted liked, it, liked, liked it, it, liked right? it, liked okay. it. Who monitors these things? Taj wasn't saying. They asked Taj about this after the shoot around on Tuesday yes, or he said Monday. It wasn't, it wasn't me, and Taj said. It, it wasn't me. Taj didn't play in that yeah, game. Yeah, but the at other Phoenix. thing, he doesn't look like he's having somebody handle it because he doesn't 
if you got somebody handling your social media, you then participate, and he doesn't really do a lot of it. So and then he wouldn't. Weird. And then he didn't really explain it. I have it. no idea. I've never been on. I might be on Instagram, but I didn't put myself on it. So I, I don't. I don't think I'm. I on. don't have any idea how it works. I stopped at Twitter. Yes. Yeah, I did too. And I, I'm on Facebook too, but I don't know have any idea what my password was. I don't know if it's the Star Tribune or Hubbard that put, me, put me on there, so I don't. But it's not your face. It, it's a Facebook account made for yeah, you. But yes, but I don't participate. Yes, that's probably smart. But the but, NBA does drama really well. But one thing I should point out is, you know, on March second, nineteen ninety-one, when I wrote "Tiptoed Ball Thrower," yeah, and was the recipient of the Now Award for uh, National Organization of Women of the Golden Jackstrap. Jockstrap, which was a national award. I never got any for it. But that, you, I was kind of looked at as a chauvinist pig, right? Yes. And Bud Armstrong, your your guy Bud and my guy Bud, always said if I'd been on the de- if I'd been in there that night, I would have read you and would have called you up and said, "Don't do this." Uh, so anyway, it was done. But I pointed this out on Twitter. This, the last five days, from. Thursday through Monday, I wrote four volleyball columns. Yep. Women's volleyball. Yep. I started watching Mrs. Maisel on Amazon. It's fantastic. Watched 16 of the 18 episodes. Wow. I co-hosted Lori and Julia for three hours, and I went to The Favorite, which is basically an all-female movie. Uh, which stinks, by the way. But uh, even though it's going to win all the I awards, saw you applauded. Oh, I hate at it. the end, it was so bad. Oh, yeah. Katie and I were so damn happy it ended. We couldn't stand it. I mean, she hated it too. She fell asleep. I had to wake her up, you know. And uh, I never heard. But of anyway, yeah. I have become a feminist. I've become a feminist. You know what you've you've <laughs> become like? What? You've become more like Bud now. Which is, as you age, you start to turn on mainstream sports, <laughs> yes. and you start to like other sports. Yeah, Bud Armstrong. I become you like become Bud. become like Bud. The next thing I know, yes. you're going to be doing- Bud um, Armstrong, not Bud Grant. Let's not uh, confuse Bud. Bud yes. Grant. You're going to be doing the uh, um, sports wire, and you're going to be putting Man U at the top of it. Yes. Yes, that's- Or uh, cycling. That, that, uh, yeah, I will, I, I will be doing- I don't know about the, the, uh, the soccer- I'm John. I, I gotta admit, I'm having a hard time, just because, especially I'm having a hard time with the MLS. Because, to me, if you're a major league sport, your number one priority should be playing that major league sport, not going to play with Costa Rica. Who gives a damn? You're not right, going. Jonathan. Not having game, you right. know, matches in Brazil or something that you gotta <laughs> go play. I want to play my schedule and let everybody else. Worry about the other stuff. I, I I like the American model of this is our team, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the well MLS is I think the only league that doesn't honor the what they're they're called FIFA international windows where the leagues take. Yeah, a well, break why do we need international? We don't need international windows. We don't need play as many your, of them as we have. Or do it cramp just up the your season. Play your season. You're only playing 38 matches, 34 matches, whatever the hell it is. You know, tighten up your schedule and then play your other stuff. 
when you're done after you know the this championship. Would like? This would be like telling Zim you don't have Xavier Rose and Trey Waynes for the Dolphins. Yes, right. Because they're in England. Yes, we're playing, playing uh, in a, the uh, World Cup of American football. Yes. Yeah. Zim wouldn't know. take kindly. I to got that. a hard time with you. You don't have Delvin. We Cook have a very. Week. You know what? When we had the kicks 40 years ago, it wasn't confusing. We had the kicks. Right. We had 14 players. Right. 13 Brits and Ace. That was it. We knew who the hell they were, right? The right. bunch of guys, bunch of limeys Alan with Will- accents. Alan Willie. And Alan Ace. Merrick. I knew Ace. I can still, Ace. I, I know Jeff more Barnett. kicks than I do yeah, United. Yes. Yes. We did have, you know, we had them. And they played their schedule in the summer. Yep. When you're supposed to play soccer. Yep. Basically uh, emulated gonna... the baseball season, about the same length. Yes. Right? Yes. And, you know, if you were playing the Cosmos, you didn't have to worry about your guy being playing in Costa Rica. Right? I don't understand why why you don't just sign a player. There, now there's, but and there's, the contract says you're playing for our team all summer long or all year long. But more of this, there's, but Jonathan, I think there's more of this international stuff. Than there was yes, forty years ago. There very too. much is the players are Copa to Cabana, play and the Copa <laughs> Cabana <laughs> tournament, and the uh, the, uh, the whatever the hell we call it. There Conca, was Conca, a soccer Conca, game, as I call it. There Conca, was a soccer match played over as I call the it, seas. The, I call it, it the Conca 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 Calf, and you got the the Gold Cup with the Conca. We got a gold. I'm sorry. Am I supposed to get excited because we're going to play El Salvador in the Conca 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 Calf Gold Cup? You're not only supposed to get excited. You're supposed game. to put your scarf on and go to Brits and watch it. Well, okay. Does, have we ever won the Conca 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 Calf Championship? Several times. It's us in Mexico. Yeah, it's pretty much just us in Mexico before mm-hmm. the U.S. You know came who's our? You know who our opponent's going to be here? The revenge match. Is that Trinidad I, and Tobago? It's going to be we got the revenge match. They cost it. We might have won the World Cup if we hadn't lost to Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. A new tournament, the Copa Cabana tournament. <laughs> I think you just added to the mix. You didn't help. You added to it. I will say it was fun being at the World Cup final at the Rose Bowl in '94. It was '94, right? Yes. When the World Cup was here. Yep. Yes. To see the all the Carmen Miranda guys from Brazil walking around with the banana hats and stuff and you know the you know looking like transvestites whether they were or not I have no idea but it was and you're not judging them it if was they were, a great so. no I'm all for it you know they're good for the <laughs> good the for the economy reality. good for the economy yeah, sure, I always, gay marriage I say you know people can argue about it. I say good for the economy more weddings <laughs> yep more weddings more if weddings divorced, good for the economy you. sure sure you know uh but anyway it was the the crowd the Brazilian, the international crowds are fantastic when they aren't beating the crap out of each other and throwing hand grenades and stuff. But the, I think the fun-loving big crowd, I don't know. We just Have we, we got just got that? attacked. The Ottawa team got attacked playing someplace. Abraham. No, this was. I think you're thinking of down in South America. The the two clubs in yeah, Argentina. I've had to go to. Yeah, they had, Spain to yeah, play they had the play their final in Spain because they, they tried to kill each other in yeah, Brazil. It was pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Well. Anyway, now you you heard the the big news today, right? What what? Man, you coaching change. Oh, we finally got. Yeah. Right. Let's get him over here. Jones. I love that guy. I love <laughs> I that love guy. Jose Mourinho. In the oh, MLS, Jose Mourinho. They got. I bet awesome. he ends up in the MLS. Somebody will take him. He'll one coach, of the New York teams. He'll coach his home nation first, but then he'll probably end up here. 
Okay. He's the greatest. Oh, he's fine. He makes him look like a calm individual. <laughs> he did, you can, you can, as, as hard as Zim was on oh. on Flip yesterday, yep. this guy's this guy's unbelievable. This guy's got it on him? Oh, God. He, he just he's, makes these uh, wonderful speeches about how rot. You know, he was the guy that was over here for those international matches that they draw 70,000 people for and ripped the hell out of it, said it was terrible. Who'd pay to go watch yeah. this? They were getting ready to have 50,000 people in Miami, right? Wasn't it in Miami? Yeah, it was 50,000 for Manchester United, and, Liverpool. And he said, who the hell would pay to watch this crap? <laughs> Is he wrong? You know? No. He's not wrong. No. No, he's it's not. It's exhibitions. I know. It's just like what we used with, to have with half. Football. He had he was missing what like twelve of his players because they were yeah because they were coming back from the World Cup coming back from the World Cup or something. But they fired him today, huh? How much they owe him? Plenty, right? Uh, twenty eight million dollars. Wow. Yeah, they got it. They got. I it mean, we all off. like Adrian Heath, but I just gave him a new contract in January too. Okay, we all like Adrian Heath, but we I'd take this guy in a heartbeat. That's man. Glazer, right? Oh, and they're going to be firing their coach from the Buccaneers, too. Yeah, but too. They, sp- they spend more on their yeah. Premier League team than they do uh, well, their, their football pretty, team. Pretty blatantly mm-hmm. obvious. Boy, uh, speaking of them, boy, was I wrong about Jameis Winston. I love that guy, but he is so careless with the ball. It's oh, yeah. It, well, you know, he has a good game here and there. Yeah. So you think He's got yourself, a wonderful arm, but he just must have an empty head. Yeah, I think he does. And that's how he got, you know, whatever sexual right. depravities he's been involved in, but. He's not going to work. It's not going to work. There. No, that's too bad. He's He'll be in the uh, – which league are these guys going to go to? The XFL when – No, uh, I think the other one – When our guy starts or Bill Polian's league, which starts this I year? I think Polian's league with Chile in Atlanta. I, uh, Mike Martz is in that league. I'm very uh, committed. I'm going to be in Florida in February to watching Chile's first game in Orlando. I'm going to try to get credentials to go see oh, Chile's. Gonna... Chile's uh, – it's the Vick? opener. Call and plays for him. It's the opener. His OC. And, yeah, and he's he's Atlanta, and uh, Orlando's got Spurrier. Oh God, you got to yeah, go. Yeah, right. Oh, that'd be great fun. I got to get all. I think guys will go to get all the Chile and see if I can meet him on Friday. Uh, see him on Friday. Oh, that'd be a great column. Yep. Spurrier, Spurrier's still crazy. Oh, he's crazier now. Yeah, <laughs> but they're playing in the uh, the Tangerine Bowl or whatever the hell we call it now it's got some camping world stadium is that the one that's be that was behind Ticker three, field yes okay they got three bowl games this year they just had their first oh by the way louisiana louisiana versus tulane yeah <laughs> they were showing crowd shots in orlando of the cure bowl honest to god the nine man prep bowl championship game had more people mm-hmm. i'm not kidding more by that there couldn't have been Four thousand. I buy that. You know. Well, you. Well, you why heard. would you take Tulane and Louisiana when you got a New Orleans Bowl? Why don't you play that? In, I don't. I don't think they care how many people are there. They just want the but television. It's embarrassing. It's they show a, They show a. They show a crowd shot of Tulane does something that's going to win the game, and there's, and even, even Collar couldn't have watched this one. Oh, don't sell him short. <laughs> It's unbelievable. No, he does. He watches this bleep constantly. Is he looking for 
prospects for the draft, or what's he doing? He's trying to see weird things. He thinks it's great because weird things happen in Yeah, but games. they take four hours. They're I like a baseball I, game. Don't, I'm the, telling you. The halftimes are like 35 minutes because oh. he babble. These idiots babble. College and they, halftime is They the try stupidest. to slip some ads in. College halftime is the most obnoxious and then the band people all say, don't take away from the band. You can't spend a half hour waiting. Is it uh, one thing? Do you find it suspicious that uh, Blake, uh, that we have pl- suspended players and Blake Cashman didn't win any awards of, I didn't, of prominence? I did not know that second part. But, yeah, I thought it was interesting that the timing of when he decided he wasn't going to yes, play. Was I'm, not, I'm not yeah. accusing him of anything, but it's hard to... Uh, it's hard to fathom that he wouldn't have won one of these because their awards are like, there's 70 of them. He got one for showing up for practice is about the only one he got. His PJ. Attended. By the way, somebody came up with a good idea. Yeah. Having, having an award name for me, did you see what the award's going to be? Nope. The, uh, the Ricey Award is going to be the uh, suspended player who shows the most remorse. <laughs> How do we judge that? I know. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll, or, or I'll PJ. let PJ. I'll let PJ. What were the awards at before PJ took over? Well, they had a lot of them, but I think we've added. Have there's we added? roll the boat awards. There's roll the boat awards now. We got to we got to get in a whole new uh, collection of Honest roll the boat God. awards. Honest to God, the amount of crap that we give kids now is it's. Well, out of the strip ran them all in agate. I suppose St. Paul did too. Honest to God. It looked like the Minnesota high school basketball scores from a Friday night. With it Ted was, Peterson like, back in the yeah, day? Yeah, back with all of them on there. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it was uh, it's ridiculous. But these bowl games are absolutely insane. Okay. And they're adding. You know, they're adding. There's like two or three new ones coming. I'm surprised we don't have one. Anybody who wants? Well, we'll have one. I'm surprised we don't have one here. We'll have one. Did, did you see there, there, I guess, is a deal now where you could buy a package to go to Vikings-Lions on Sunday – Correct, and then and then you can stay in Detroit for Christmas, and the package takes you then to go to Fort Field for the Gopher Bowl game, and then come back home. Oh, so there's a package. Who is that? A Steve Urban flight? Is that a Steve you know Urban Jonathan? flight? I don't know. Jonathan told that me about this like yesterday. Sounds like a Steve though. Urban special. Yeah, but how about that? Spend Christmas in Detroit. I said I might go because I really like the chili dogs on Michigan Avenue, so we could kind of drive up and down Michigan Avenue and hang out. So that would be. Christmas Day. Well, You'd be there for Christmas Day. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Sunday's the game. Christmas Eve is Monday. Yeah. You're there for Christmas Day, Tuesday, and then you go to the bowl game on Wednesday. <laughs> I'd like to meet the people this, who are doing this that. This is what I want to know. We you all want to know who's going to do this. I, I, at times, have a very sad, empty life, but I don't know if it's ever been that sad and empty. But it'd be different if they were playing the Buccaneers, okay, and the and the Gophers were playing in yes, right. Jay, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Christmas in Florida. Christmas yeah. in Tampa. Yes. This is Christmas in Detroit. And what do you do on Christmas Day then? Roll the boat. You know, they got a river right there. You can you can have a boat rowing. <laughs> go across there. the casino? Do when when do we go and start uh visiting we, we, we got do we go a couple days early for this one to visit hospitals and do those things? I don't know. In Detroit? I I doubt it. No, I'm sure they don't. Hand out food. You can't just fly in before the game, though. Maybe. They probably go on Christmas Day. I bet they go on Christmas Day. I bet they got to go in advance. Monday? You think so? Don't they? Yeah. They got to go to one of those oils. They got to go help change oil and, you know, get some pictures taken at the how depressing would that be, though? And why? And by the way, why is that game on the 26th? You know, why not just who cares? Have it on the 26th. Have it a day later. 
Mm-hmm. Like the day after Christmas. Yes. Yeah, Boxing Day. Yeah. Have it on Boxing Day. Yeah, no, I that's agree. the day. No, I'm saying have oh, it. Oh, why is Like, why, why not on? Like the 27th. Why not on the night of the 27th? Okay. That would have been worth it. That's fine. That would have been worth it. Have the Vikings and then do it the night of the 23rd. Then you come back. I, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure. Uh, from what I could look at our strip schedule, I'm not sure we're sending a columnist to this one. Uh, I can confirm you're not. Yeah. I've I have confirmed there's no strip columnist going to the Quick Lane Bowl. Uh not not wanting to fly in it on Christmas night, uh, but maybe it's budgetary too. I don't know. Well, Detroit's a hub, right? It's Delta. Yeah, Delta, you can so get there. In 10 they minutes. charge, but no, I'm saying they charge you. It's not cheap. Going to Detroit's one of the biggest scams that there is. It's expensive as hell. Well, so yeah, yeah I think uh, Randy Johnson will handle all, all of the copy for the start. Well, that's good. What time are we kicking off? I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Probably five. Five fifteen. Okay, go Gophers. You won't be watching. Uh, well, I remember being in Florida watching. Uh, I was in Florida early that year watching us our stout comeback victory against Central Michigan for the first bowl victory of the Kill Clay's era. Okay, I wasn't because they were like zero four before that, right? Yeah, and that they was Jerry, lo- right? No, Clay's coach that game. Clay's coach. That okay. was the year that. That was, oh, that's right. That's right. Jerry lost. Clay's coach yep, yep, Jerry right. quit in the middle of the season. That's right. And they they ended up five and seven, but they got in for their academic standing. That's right. Clay's got in on that to that one, and then won the next year. Yeah, in San the next Diego. year was a little more uh, significant, beating uh, Washington State. So, you got any positive Pat? Positive Pat is uh, you know what? I gotta start concentrating on positive Pat. Yeah, here's my positive Pat. He just showed up. Uh... So yeah. he comes in the door. There, I, there. Hey, there. hey, Pat. <laughs> you guys what do you don't got up? Here's the deal. Uh, I watch Netflix and Amazon, and and Amazon at the top for like two months. When you first flip it on, it says the magnificent Mrs. Maisel, right? So uh, last week, I'm seeing my tax guy. Says, Are you watching Mrs. Maisel? I said, no. Why would I watch Mrs. Maisel? Watch Mrs. Maisel. The writing on this thing is fantastic. And I watched, somehow, with all my duties, I ended up watching 16 episodes of Mrs. Maisel in a five-day period and finished it off last night. It's fantastic. What's, it's about yeah. What's it about? about a Jewish family in the late 50s in New York. They go to the Catskills, and she's, uh, she... Her husband divorces her or leaves her with a younger woman, and she ends up being a stand-up comedian. It's kind of Joan uh, Rivers-based on Joan Rivers' career, but not really. Right. But how she got started and how in the late 50s there was no women stand-up comedians, you know. There was some woman named Jean Carroll. I was looking it up in the mid-50s who was just a bunch of corny jokes, but... This was more stream of consciousness funny, but they got uh, Kevin Pollack plays the father of the husband, and Tony Schlob plays the father he's of amazing. the he's great. Of, of the woman of, of uh, the Mrs. Maisel, and it, it, the writing is just off the charts. It's uh, it's really good. I recommend it highly. So, po- so positive pos- Pat. Positive Pat coming in with a non-sports TV. positivity, but TV. Okay. Now, the favorite has got uh, oh, 
Emma, Rorsi, Emma, back. Emma Stone, one of my all-time. Yeah. I love Emma Stone. That's and great. Rachel Wise. And who's I? It's about Crazy Queen Anne in the uh, 1600s. Okay. She was nuttier than a fruitcake. And the last in the late 1600s. And actually, I looked that up too. When she got bounced, when she died finally or got dethroned, that's when the Germans took over. That's when uh, the House of Hanover. She they. There were no heirs. She had 17 miscarriages or something. There were no heirs. And they had they ended up being a the the next king became a second cousin from the House of Hanover. The Germans. And now really? they and you know, now four hundred later years later, the three hundred years later, the Germans are still running the place over there. But it's uh very disturbing. It's uh, But you didn't like it. Oh, I hate it. Because boring, or uh, it's just the queens. This cast over looks the, pretty good. The tweens over, queens over the cast. It looks pretty good. The, the queens over the top, crazy. Emma Stone's good as the. They're basically two women fighting to be the favorite of the queen. Uh-huh. And Emma Stone's good, and it's going to win all kinds of awards. But it's just, just a disturbing movie to me. I couldn't stand. It. How long was it? Two, two. Oh, it's too long. Two oh five. Too long. Two ten. Okay. So too long. Anyway, Positive Pat. See, Positive Pat is giving you not only a recommendation, but a recommendation of what not to do. Go to, your wife is going to tell you, all her friends are saying, we should go to the favorite. If you're listening to the podcast, don't listen to her. Don't go. That's, uh, sports-wise, <laughs> uh, Positive Pat says the same thing. Non-positive, Pat. Leave Joe Maurer alone. Don't make him have his jersey retired already. Give him four or five years. Come on. Let it let it percolate a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah I think, yes. These guys are so desperate right now. Nobody's going to go to your games this year. Your team stinks. You're going to start on March 28th. Your team's no good. There's nobody there to make you want to go to a game. Mm-hmm. And baseball is killing itself. And once again, this fraudulent new commissioner is not going to impose any speed-up rules. They're going to be just the same bunch of nonsense it was last year. And you got all these dedicated young geniuses doing everything they can to ruin the game. So nobody's going to be there. Now, that's not positive, Pat. That's unchained right there. That's unchained. That's unchained You right segue from positive, Pat, to unchained. That, by the way, yeah. one last point. Yeah. You know where the new president of the University of Minnesota went to college? No. Haverford. Alma mater of Bad Levine. Alma mater of another Twins. There's a whole Haverford cabal taking over the Twin Cities. Levine started it. Our pace of school's now not going to improve now. Now, is it? now we got Haverford. The analytics are coming Haverford's in. taking over. I've yeah. never heard of it until Thad Levine. No. Now it's uh, you can't get away from it. It's a Quaker school back in the old days. It was a Quaker school. So, uh, <laughs> is I there any tie-in to all the issues that we see? I don't Quaker know. School? I don't know. I, but, oh. you know, I, I've, heard, I've heard real good things about this woman. But she's another Haverford and a Ford. They're, I think their nickname's the Fords too, which is, you know, they're so uncreative. Or they're, they got two nicknames. One of them is the Ford, the Haverford Ford. Okay, come on. What does that even mean? I, it means you're too lazy to come up with a, a real nickname. nickname. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes. Positive Pat. Positive, Positive Pat. Pat. 
ornery Pat. Uh, what do we call a uh, unchained? Unchained. You got any unchained? No, no, no. I'm good. No, you've been unchained all week. I've been unchained all week. I've been calling for people's jobs. That's right. All right. See ya.